everyone, and welcome to Resurrection Rundown, the show where we share our love of the Scream franchise with you. My name is Jared, and joining me is Riley. Hello! So, we are going to talk about anything and everything Scream mm-hmm. over the next few days here. We've got Scream premiering on VH1 tonight. Made Scream the shi- Resurrection. Scream Resurrection. It made the shift from MTV to VH1. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to be covering here for you right now. Um, now... This is going to work a little bit differently than um, the episodes when we do our recaps and rundowns of each episode. This is a pre-show, so we're going to kind of share our love of the franchise with you, and then we're going to do a couple cool things before the show tonight. Um, We are filming this on the night of the premiere, and then we'll do um, an episode basically for each separate episode after this. So four in total in this series, and then um, hopefully it gets renewed. We'll see. They kind of just dumped it off on VH1, so we'll find out for sure over the next couple of days whether or not it'll probably get renewed. Yeah, Um, I'm not... I don't... I'm not super hopeful about it. I have zero hope that Um, it's going to be renewed. But you know what? Let's stay positive. So I'll start by saying that my love of the franchise came when I was a kid, right? Yes. So I snuck into my living room. My parents had a huge VHS collection. And among those VHS tapes, we had Scream 1 and Scream 2. Okay. And uh, I actually did it backwards. So I started with the second one, which is probably why nowadays I gravitate more to the second one than I do the first. However, um, so I popped that in and it scared the crap out of me. Yeah. That opening sequence in the movie theater scared the crap out of me. I couldn't go into stalls for weeks afterwards, months afterwards. I don't know how long it took me to kind of brush that off, Uh but it took me a long time to brush it off. So I started with the second one. Okay. I didn't watch the second one again. I watched the first one, Mm -hmm. and I was not scared at all during the first one. Okay. The second one got me. The first one did not. And then it took me years before I ever watched the second one fully. Really? Um, yeah, probably like a couple years afterwards. That's hilarious. Um, and I waited until my sister actually moved out of our old house mm-hmm. into um, an apartment while she was going to school. And uh, she, she it, they were her movies. They weren't my parents' movies. My oh. parents hated horror movies. So when she moved out... Um, I went over to her house and I stole I stole the VHS tapes. Um, I like I sneakily snuck, put them in my bags, and kind of shifted her whole collection around so that way she wouldn't notice. They did catch me. I don't know how they caught me, but they caught me somehow. That I jacked those tapes, um, and that's when I watched the second one completely all the way through. And then from that point on, it, it became an event with me and my friends. We would sit down and watch them, and then we would um, kind of guess who the killer was, and that mm-hmm. that went up all the way until high school, basically, for me. Um, What about you? I introduced you to them. I was going to say, yeah, you know exactly how I got into Scream. So so what were your first memories like with Scream? Did you like it at first? Oh, I Um, loved it. I am not a horror movie person. Not at all. That's why whenever you see the horror movie recaps that we do on this channel, they're always done with Jared and Linda because I refuse. I won't go see any horror movies. I can't do it. I am literally incapable. I'm the biggest baby in the whole world. Um, but Scream doesn't do that for me. Uh, Like, it's still scary. Like, I still jump and they still get me. But it's got enough of that, like, murder mystery to it where I'm like, oh, I want to know. They're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be fun. And they are. They're really fun movies. Um, I really, really do love the Scream movies. And I really am thankful that you showed them to me. Because, like, we'll be sitting there and it's like, what kind of movie do you want to watch? Like, what do you want to watch tonight? I'm like, I would actually really enjoy watching Scream if we could do that. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the really interesting about the Scream franchise, um, you know, 
Wes Craven when he directed that first one mm-hmm. with Kevin Williamson writing it. It kind of reinvented the horror genre. Yeah. Um, a dying genre, if you will. And it took it and it made the slasher film something new and something interesting and mm-hmm. something meta. And that's why people love it. That's why critics love it. That's why audiences love it. And so, um, you know, with four sequels, you would think that at some point they kind of flubbed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know people have different ideas of what the best movie is um, and what the worst movie is in the franchise. But for me, it's one of those franchises that it kind of changes depending yeah. on depending on everything. Like, depending on where I'm at in life, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, what time of the year it is. You know, I mean, literally everything. Um, because I've changed my list several times. And I can see that. My list has always been very set in stone since we started watching them. It has not changed. Um, it pretty much goes with the movies. One, two, three, four. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I could respect where you're coming from because you grew with the movies, right? You grew into... I it's did. much like me with the Harry Potter movies where I grew into them. Even with, like, God, I hate to say this, but, like, Twilight, right? Because I read the third Twilight book first. Oh, I read oh really? first. Because okay. I had no idea. I didn't know... Because Twilight, when I started to do it, wasn't what it is now no not at all like literally no one was talking about it so i like jumped in with eclipse and i like read it and i was like none of this makes any sense like where am i what but i was like okay dope kind of a dope story really confusing some of the bits then i was like oh this is literally the third book in the series oh there's only four books okay sure and then like went back through it but like i grew with those books so like the list changes there but This one I just came into and was just able to watch them, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, okay, this is my list. (laughs) So uh, I share a different opinion. Yes, you do. My ranking of the the movies, and then we'll get into the MTV version, the Mm -hmm. seasons one and two. Um, But my version kind of goes two Mm -hmm. at top. Yes. One. Right. Four, three. Correct. Like, literally the opposite of what mine is. And I know that's really controversial because um, most every list I've ever seen has Scream 1 at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that... Um, I mean, what do I think is the more important film? If you ask... It depends on what question you're asking me. Mm-hmm. If you ask me what's the most important film of that franchise, I would say one. one. Um, if you ask me what's the most entertaining to watch... I would say the fourth, mm-hmm. and if you ask me which one like is my favorite, um, or or even like thematically which one's the best, I'm going to say two every single time. Which I respect. I think what really gets me about one is the whole ending with the house, like just the house itself, like the levels, the different because they made it feel like several different locations when it's just all around this house, but it feels like very different scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just the bit at the end with Billy Loomis and with Sydney, like everything with like all the closets and stuff, fast like that is so the way that they use the house, it's amazing. It's brilliant. And I love it. Yeah, and um, and that's a really neat point because uh, that's not something that we often think about. Um, that scene took the longest in that movie. Yeah. Um, or, well, that I guess then that entire act, the entire yeah. third act, plays out at that house. Um, and they even have shirts the cast does from the original filming that says "I survived." Oh my God. Um, basically this portion of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and so I find that really interesting that, you know, that, and they use the most blood yeah. at, in that whole entire sequence. Well. <laughs> and I didn't know this until maybe like three or four months ago, but the whole principal scene in the first movie, uh-huh. um, they put that in with Henry Winkler. Yeah. 
simply because they felt like they didn't have enough kills in between oh my God. some of the ones at the beginning and then the ending. They thought it was too abrupt so to just like, have no kills and then all of a sudden everyone's dying. Kill the, the principal. Kill the principal. Incredible. Yeah. So that was a last minute addition to the movie, um, which also gave us a Wes Craven cameo. So like, you know, so who's complaining bless. there? Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's my love of the franchise and kind of my ranking. You gave your ranking. One, two, three, four. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So the TV show. Uh-huh. It had some really, really great moments and some pretty okay, mediocre moments. Um, the kills by far were the best thing about the TV show. That's right. Um, and I know people think that that's not Scream, just the way that people were being killed. Um, but I, I, w I would say... Because of the creativity in the which in which the ways they were killed is what makes it so scream. That's okay. I can see that point. Um, so right off the top, what were some of your favorite kills? Um, so not that like I really enjoyed any of them, but like. Well, okay, but they are entertaining at the very end of the in day. In terms of like, wow. Um, okay, so I've got two separate lists. I've got. Um, most like emotionally charged kills and then like Ooh, I know most number one for that yeah do you yeah i got a number one for that okay anyway, go on um in terms of i'm gonna start with my most gruesome the most gruesome kills uh the chainsaw the oh the, will's death the farm death yeah will's which death, was also yeah. a super emotionally charged one too since she's standing right there emma is that her emma. Name? it's been three yes. years guys emma. <laughs> and emma. we and we have done very little pre-pro for this for this no, we didn't entire go back series and or anything, so well i did um like last week i went through i didn't rewatch the whole episodes but i went through each episode to my favorite parts wow. in the episode just to kind of refresh myself on the tone Look at you. yeah i did so I, di I did a little bit but yeah while emma's just standing there like unable to do anything horrifying yeah and being the one that actually triggered the thing to fall by hitting oh horrifying very gruesome explosion of blood everywhere yeah um Jake's death. I know this is that's one gruesome. that's like yeah. one of you. It's that's my bay. favorite kill yeah. in the entire just with TV the scythe show. and just just cut down the middle. That, and for a, a show that's supposed to be TV fourteen, yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. I have no idea how. Um, because yeah, that was pretty uh, pretty wow. I don't think you can get away with it without mentioning Bella Thorne's death. Death, the one that starts it all off, like the thing in the pool. The... By far the most scream death of the mm -hmm. entire show. Yeah. And, and cool the way they use the Bluetooth speaker and everything, where she's like outside and is trying to call 911 through Siri, which also stupid. It's literally three numbers. Get that it was like slippery. Whatever. I would have done the numbers. I've, I rarely use. Like, how Siri hard is it to literally assistance. like go like that, like wipe the blood across yourself to hit not, Whatever. You know what? It's whatever. Yeah. Okay, so emotionally charged. Emotionally charged. Uh, Riley. Riley. Yeah, so I have Riley, but my number one is actually Zoe. Zoe's was also... Yeah, uh, anything to do with Noah. Yeah, no, <laughs> Noah got <laughs> it wrecked. It was just a bad time. Both of his girlfriends, his gal pals. Ouch, man. Rachel, too. Um, Audrey's girlfriend. Yeah. That was... That was sad. Yeah. But it, I think it was less sad because she didn't watch her die. That's true, but like Whereas, still, like, but you still have her haunting her in later episodes and like yeah, I no, mean, yeah, that was also super sad. But literally, the thing with Riley like on the sky, up there or, oh, where he watches her guy like on FaceTime, FaceTime, and then looks up and it's just her body, horrifying, horrifying, and also like Jared and I watching this through FaceTime, 
while he's we like, were, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about while that. While he's like yelling Riley into the photo, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> it's too close to home. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then obviously the the coffin, the water. When he's got that phone and he's like listening to her, that, and he's okay. buried alive. Oh. I I, I want to say something about the second <sighs> season. Um, so the first season was pretty cut and dry, straightforward. Mm-hmm. The second season. Um, just on a technical aspect level, like some of the things that they were doing, um, whether it be the um, happy birthday to me, or is that one of the episode titles, I think, where they take, where, where they all drink that ayahuasca and they oh get really high God. and it's and, and drunk and messed up and they're like stumbling around all over the place and people are throwing up. The and creativity like in that episode. Are hap- like, yeah, the creativity in that episode alone, but also that coffin scene, because remember yeah. they were playing with a few things there, just the lighting and the camera angles mm-hmm. and the frames itself. Like they were really, they were really cool to watch. Yeah, like just season on a technical two. Aspect. That's what I'm saying. Season two on a technical aspect, way better of a season. Way I will stronger. S- I will say the one of the most interesting things about the Scream TV show is the level of like emotional torment they dip into. Because, like, not only are people getting, like, murdered, (laughs) but, like, the emotional torment for our main characters is really, really intense. Yeah. Like, to have Noah buried alive with his girlfriend, like, recorded hours before dying, like, her noises through the phone, too, like... That's fucked. And then when she's in the coffin with him and, like... And And he's, like, imagining that. And then she, like, fades away, which, yeah. Oh. That's... Oh, man. And then the whole, like, the whole thing behind Emma and the first thing with, like, the heart showing up and... Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot of emotional torment that goes into each of these kills before it happens. Even Jake, like Jake and Jake Brooke. Was, and no one and, knew about his death until, like, the fifth episode. And making Brooke think this entire time that he's alive somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because no they one, have the phone, yeah. Because that was the only kill for so many episodes, and we were the only, only people ones who knew that, he was dead. And the way that season two opened up with that fake out. So uh-huh. there was no opening kill. We thought it was, and we thought it was going to be Audrey immediately. Yeah. And then it turns out to be a prank that someone yeah. was pulling on her. Brilliant. Just totally brilliant. The, some of the things that they did. Very fucked up to pull a prank like that. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that, and and um, to not expect to get stabbed from doing yeah. that, like Fool. that's your fault. Uh, anyway, um, so out of the two seasons, which one works better for you? You know, honestly, it's been so long. Um, I don't. I'm remembering things about the actual seasons while we're talking here, like the characters' names, for instance. <laughs> um, I want to say the first one. Okay, that's interesting. Um, mostly because I have the uh, emotional memories of that one of telling you the entire time that it was Kieran. You did tell me the entire From time. One, <laughs> Kieran, was Kieran was Jared's favorite character, so we went through this whole in season, season one. In season, in season two, one. he was dull. Yeah, he was so dull. Didn't he like die? Hmm. Didn't he die really fast in season two? No, he's very last episode. In season two, he dies because he's really? in prison. I thought he died. I thought it was like sooner than that that uh-uh. he got killed in prison. Uh-uh. Hmm. Ignore nope. me. Um, he he died in the Halloween special, actually, if I'm not mistaken. It's either the Halloween special. It's one of the last two episodes that they did. Regardless, we went through that whole first season, and I was telling Jared, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Kieran, and then it got to the point that I was like just saying it to fuck with Jared. Because Jared was so adamant. He was like, this is my favorite character. He's a good character. No, it's not him. It's very clearly this. 
Yeah, you were right. You were right. That's fine. That's Karen. Um, so... Uh, I do want you to know that halfway through, though, I literally didn't think it was Karen anymore, and I was just saying to mess with you. <laughs> like, that was the only reason that I held on to it for, like, the That's last... hilarious. ...half of that season. It is... Because I was like, oh, it's definitely not Karen. Like, Jared was right, but I'm still gonna say it, because he's gonna be pissed that I keep saying it. And, it's, and then it's definitely And then Karen. it was him, and I was like, oh, damn. Uh, that twist, though, I, I rewatched that that moment, and I thought that, that was a brilliant twist the first time I watched it. Didn't play as well the second time no. at all. No. No, it did not. It did not work for me the second time, actually, that twist. Um, what did work was him just shooting his brother, like, six million times before. That was a lot. Uh, that was a lot, yeah. Um, and so it's unfortunate, moving into this season without those characters that mm -hmm. we've come to spend a lot of time with, you know, um, at the same time, I understand the motion um, for diversity and to reboot and diversity and get new cast members in, make mm -hmm. it anthology, bring back the original Ghostface mask, which they didn't have the rights to in the first couple of seasons, mm -hmm. bring back Roger Jackson as the voice, which is such a huge part of Scream. Mm -hmm. Like, that voice is... Um, it's... A... They have a they have a very close relationship that that mask and that voice right yeah. so to bring him back and to repair them for the third season I think is going to be really powerful. I agree. Um, I think it's the right choice to make. I do too. Uh, the anthology I'll wait and see. I think that's a good move in a six episode order. Yeah. So it's like a limited event mm -hmm. anthology series. I can get behind all of that. I think that's mm -hmm. totally the right move because one of my complaints. A series, yeah. Yeah, one of my complaints from season one and two was actually just the amount of time that we were spending on filler episodes. While some yeah. of them were really good, still we didn't need so much drama. We didn't. It was there was a, there was a lot of filler to each of the episodes where we had these moments that were very scream, but it was a lot of filler. Yeah. And I, I, I want to combo with both. I want yeah. more time with characters, but I want you to rein back some of the filler content. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was one of our main complaints about the fir the first seasons mm -hmm. at all, was that there was so much time spent, and yet we didn't feel anything for a lot of the characters. Like, Emma, I didn't care about her, like, at all no, in season two. No, no. Not even hardly in season one. Just so, And I like, like, I think Willa Fitzgerald is a fine actress. Mm -hmm. I really do. But, yeah. but the way the that they were writing her, it was yeah. just... Yeah, this is to say nothing about the acting. This is all to say the writing and the the time... We were spending so much time with these characters, but it wasn't good. Like, it, like the time wasn't was spent justified. wasn't justified. And I didn't feel like I really got to know any of these characters more. Yeah. Like, I still have so many questions about Audrey. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, and I don't want to dive into any of that because that's one of my complaints of how they handled season two. I, mm -hmm. I really liked that twist at the end of season one. Um, and I wish they would have explored that more, but they didn't have the guts to do it because she was a fan favorite, so everyone mm -hmm. dialed back. And it's like, we can, we can have a... We literally can have a, a bisexual character. Yeah. As the killer, that's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. I don't know why we're I don't know why we're rolling that back. I think that's quite cool, actually. Yeah. That and and see that's why I like the shift MTV because um, it's one of the reasons anyway that I like the shift MTV because I think it feels right um, when to you're talking about no 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 to just to MTV going from oh. the TV or oh, movie oh, format nice. to the TV format. Okay. If any if anyone was going to get it, I think MTV totally made the most sense mm -hmm. because you could bring in all of these different themes yeah. into the franchise and and give it some more life and still um, keep it young and still keep it young. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, 
Yeah, I think VH1 will probably feel the same. It'll probably feel very similar to MTV's Scream, although the clips that we're seeing now look very different. Yeah, well, I think switching it to VH1 is actually smarter. I feel like that gives it more of the vibe you were looking for for the season two of Scream, where you wanted them to take it to an older place. You wanted a college version. Do you remember that? We were talking about that, and you wanted to take that crew to college, and I feel like we're going to get more of that feel with Scream Resurrection. We might. Of that little bit darker, a little older feel from VH1's Scream Resurrection than MTV's version, just because MTV has so much of the reality show now yeah. on it that I think they leaned, they, they've just leaned too far into that, and I know most of those reality shows are fictionalized, but... Still. Yeah. All right, Riley. Here comes the pivotal question. Okay. How was the first trailer for Scream Resurrection? <laughs> it was trash. <laughs> Jared, we were watching that, and I literally rewatched, I think, the beginning portion four separate times because I was like, this literally looks like early 2000s, late 90s editing. Like, it looked like garbage. And I think that was purposeful. Honestly, I think it was purposeful. I hope it was purposeful. No, it had to have been purposeful. Just because... trying to lean into the Scream era. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, totally what they were doing. Um, and it did not work. No, it did not work. maybe if it was, like, intercut with Scream, like, if they had given any more of a warning that that's what they were going to do. Because at first we were just like, it's been three years and this is what we're leading with. Like, as a second parter, like, with some kind of caption about editing like it was scream like okay but when everyone's been waiting for three years for literally anything and we've been told it's coming out here no it's no it's not and then we don't hear anything for months and they're like oh it's coming out here no just kidding wait another year and then suddenly they're just like oh it drops in two weeks and that's the trailer <laughs> that you lead with are you kidding me i was mad i was very mad Jared was I, I almost did a reaction and like an angry rant about Ooh. it um i was not happy but and he was then, like i'm gonna wait for the second trailer i'm gonna wait for the second trailer i'm gonna see what that does and then they started releasing character clips and stuff where i could get an actual sense much interesting of the much style more interesting and yeah. i was like okay see this is what you should have led with this because... is what we should have done this is what we should have been doing for the past month is these little character things yeah but it's okay. We all make missteps sometimes. <laughs> Just, I feel like once we watch an ep, like once we watch tonight, yeah. coming back to watch that trailer might be better. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And we'll definitely give you our thoughts on that episode. Um, tomorrow we'll have that video out, so be on the lookout for that. Diving into the main cast, uh -huh. this is an interesting cast. Yes. Um, one that I kind of am starting to get accustomed to. I've watched all of the clips that they've released. You have not. So you're I'm kind not. of going in here blind. Which is, I think, how we do most things, and it works out very well that way. Yep. So we have RJ Seiler as Dion Elliott, who's our main character. Okay. Um, that was one of my main complaints when they released the cast of, of this series, too, was that they were shifting the protagonist from female to male. Yeah. And, um... And I think that's... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But. I disagree with that pretty heavily just in the Scream universe. Like, there's a reason that they're female leads. Yeah. It's because horror is the one time where we really get this, and it's pretty good. And for, for us to take that step back to go to a male... I mean, at least we have a diverse crew. Yeah, right? we do. We do. At least we've got that. But if it had been a white male... <laughs> I would have lost the white male wouldn't have done it. My mind. I don't I don't know that I would have watched. I 
I would have been very, I would have watched just because I like the franchise a lot, but uh, I would have been very upset about it. Um, he was in Power Rangers. I didn't see Power Rangers. Um, I Power Rangers. Was he good in that movie? Was any part of Power Rangers really good? <laughs> okay. No, um, he was, he was one of the better characters. Because from the clips that I've seen, he looks at least to be, um, at least, I mean, he looks like he's taking that character and making him interesting and yeah, he's really I mean. well acted he was, so. he was one of the better characters um then we have jessica sula is Liv. okay kiki palmer as yep. kim i love kiki palmer yeah georgia wingham as beth uh who played a character in season two of the punisher okay um she was the kid that um frank castle was looking over oh okay um i, I didn't finish that second season of The Punisher, but she was really good the first I'm couple episodes. I'm you for saying that on camera. No, she, no, we've talked about it several times. She was have like, you? I wish I would have stopped, is what Aww. she said. So, yeah, not really. Uh, we have, um, going forward, we have Tyga's Jamal. <laughs> I'm okay. holding out. I will yeah. make my decision on Tyga's acting skills once I've seen it. Yeah, well, he's Grammy-nominated, so, you know, but that doesn't necessarily compute to uh, acting talent. That has nothing to do with acting. Um, C.J. Wallace is Amir. Um, who, from his character video, looks quirky and nerdy and weird. Perfect. And I'm okay with that. Um, we need one of those. Um, we have Gillian, I don't know how to say his last name, um, Gioiello. That was As Manny. Well, I think that's actually how you say it. I know Gillian is how you say his first name, but Gioiello. Oh. Sure, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, as Manny, he is our openly gay character this mm-hmm. season. Um, of course, his name is Manny, and not a, uh, and not like an overly um, stereotypical gay person either, from what I've seen sure. in the clips, um, which is refreshing. Like, um, yeah, he doesn't in the one clip that they've released of him, he doesn't seem like he's, um, like I feel like a lot of these people when you have a gay character, they they have to be so flamboyant, and mm-hmm. and he doesn't seem like that kind of gay character. So I'm okay. glad that they did that anyway, um, that they didn't go with that stereotype. Um, and then we also have Tyler Posey as Shane, and I for, totally forgot that Tyler Posey was in this series. I had no but idea Tyler Posey was, cast was in the show as series. a um, as Shane, who is a um, dropout drug dealer. I love Tyler Posey. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see how he does here. He's making the shift from Teen Wolf's cancellation over to MTV Screen. Or, well, VH1 now, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when they announced it was still MTV. And then we have a recurring cast of Roger Jackson as Ghostface, the voice. And um, um, William Scharf as Ghostface in the costume. We have Big Boy as a character that hasn't been announced yet. We have Mary J. Blige as Sherry Elliott, Dion's mother. Okay. Um, David Silverman as Mr. Fitch. Uh, Tony Todd as Hookman. Totally. Yep. Um, I'm really excited to see what they do with him. And then we also have a couple of guest cast. Um, Nash Greer is okay. in this, is TJ. Yeah, weird choice, I know. I watched his character video. I haven't heard the name Nash Greer. Well, here he is. In like four years. <laughs> um, and then we have someone playing what I suppose is Dion's brother, but we also have Paris Jackson as Becky, and I, I believe Paris Jackson is going to be probably the opening kill, I think. Isn't Nash Greer the one that was like, women should shave all the hair off their bodies in order to be attractive? Several years ago, but yes. Um, That's still a comment to make. I, yeah, it, it totally is. So we'll see how they do with that. So he went from YouTube to acting. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right. Well, sure. that cast um, seems hopeful. 
I'm really excited to see how they all interact with each other in the chemistry. Um, we can probably expect a couple kills in the first, because um, they're doing a three-night event. So it's going to be two hours each night, six okay. episodes. Yeah. I'm expecting probably two kills, if the, not, if not three in the first night. Yeah. Um, there's only three nights, so what are you going to do? How are you going to divvy imagining, that up? I'm imagining, I'm going to back you up on your first one, I think two. You think two? Yeah. I think two is a good number. I think two is a solid number. I think three, if they want to throw in a random character, that kind of just kind See, of gets... and I'm expecting it to be one or two. I don't I don't think they're going to dip into three. Okay, that's fair. Um, I would prefer them stick closer to one or two mm -hmm. and not go all out, but we'll see what happens. Overall predictions, right now, who do you think is the killer? Yeah, I have yes. no idea. I literally know nothing about this show. I don't have a guess. I will give you my guess when we're watching the show. Once we meet all the characters, I'll let you know who I think Okay, it is. so she will give you her prediction um, when we actually review and recap episode one for you. I'm right now saying that A, it has to probably be a woman, and B, I'm going to guess it's Mary J. Blige. <laughs> I know that's kind of a hot take. As just most because, of yours are. Yeah, but how awesome would that be? Yeah. Mary J. Blige, seriously, as our killer? I'm down for it. So that's what I hope for. That's what I hope to, you know, watch yeah. when the time comes. Um, as far as what to expect, you know, I don't really know because we haven't gotten very much. And it's been so long. And it's been long, uh, but we haven't gotten very much material outside of these little short 10-second clips that we've been getting. And so it's really hard to gauge what the feel of the show is. I mean, I'm starting to get it more and more now, but at the same time, I still have no idea what to expect. No. So, A, we didn't see a full-length trailer. We saw, like, a teaser trailer and mm -hmm. then a second shorter teaser, teaser trailer mm -hmm. along with these clips. So, we'll see when the show airs tonight um, what our overall thoughts and what our impressions are. And then you'll have to tune back in tomorrow, and we'll talk about it some more with you, and then we'll do that each night thereafter until the show is done. So, I hope you enjoyed this little intro video um, into what we hope is a good season and our history with scream so and far. our history with scream so far um yeah stay tuned keep your eyes peeled and watch your back we'll see you guys tomorrow bye